What's going on, Million Your Mindcast fam? Welcome into today's show. As always, your host, Matty A. Today's episode is specially curated for those who want to unlock unbelievably amazing success, that want to reach massively successful financial milestones, that want to be respected, that want to build something great, that want to achieve the extraordinary, but just haven't found a way to do it yet. I know there's a lot of people out there who can resonate with that message. They don't feel like they're meant to be an employee. They don't like people telling them what to do, when to do it, where to be, how to act. They don't necessarily like some of that accountability that goes along with being in that world and that role. Yet, I also know a lot of people that are just not good at being business owners because they're not good at being the number one. They're not good at being the CEO. They're not good with understanding P&Ls and balance sheets and understanding what it means to build a real business. And ultimately, they end up either failing or they end up owning a job, working for themselves, slaving away for the rest of their lives, and ultimately never get to unlock that real time freedom, real financial freedom, real relational freedom, real impact freedom. And this conflict for those people who hold on to that versus relinquishing that ideology and maybe being open to the fact that there is something bigger and better and might serve them more they never end up ultimately reaching their full potential. And I'm gonna explain a little bit more about this. I've known many people that are exactly that. They wanna be number one. They wanna be seen. They wanna be respected. They wanna make a big impact. They wanna make massive income. They wanna achieve great goals. And yet, they just don't know how to do it and are maybe not, capable of doing it by themselves as the number one person to make that come to fruition. And the sooner you can find out if you're a real number one, or if you're a number two, or maybe let's just go metaphorically in terms of talking in the sport of basketball, maybe you're a pro and you bring massive value to the starting lineup, the starting five on a team, but you're just not the superstar on the team. You're not the number one. Maybe you are on a team starting five that is capable of achieving great things. If you can be honest with yourself and humble enough to assess whether or not you are the superstar, whether you are the CEO, whether you are the catalyst for unlocking all of those things, or if you can be humble and honest enough with yourself to identify that maybe you're a number two, or maybe you're just a great role player on a great team, the better you're going to do and achieve and unlock great success. I think so many people especially in the world that we live in today, I've been sucked into it at many points in time. We romanticize 
all of the things that go along with being the man or being the woman in your business or with your brand or in a certain role. And I just want to remind you and to remind myself that sometimes it's okay not having to be the number one. You can still go out and unlock and achieve insanely extraordinary results by being a number two or by being on a great team and not being that superstar. And if you truly are a great number one, if you really are that superstar that maybe is the dark horse or people haven't necessarily acknowledged it yet or realized it yet, guess what? If you keep doing what you're doing consistently over an extended period of time, it will naturally happen. You will just become the number one. You will be recognized as the number one. You will get the superstar number one guy or gal results eventually. It's just a matter of when it's going to happen, not if it's going to happen, but not by force. So many people want to force this success, these outcomes, this respect, this belief that others need to have in them. And it doesn't happen by force. But the people around you and the results around you will naturally vote you to become that number one. And if you know this deep down inside your heart and you stay that course, it'll happen. But if there's a little bit of narrative going on right now in your mindset that maybe I am not this number one, Maybe I'm the number two. Maybe I'm the Robin to somebody's Batman. Maybe I'm the Scottie Pippen to somebody's Michael Jordan. Maybe you're the Steve Kerr to the championship Chicago Bulls, and you're just a great role player. Now, in most cases, you will do so much better not being the number one and finding your real role and position within a team, within a business, within an organization by giving yourself an opportunity to really lean in and focus on your strengths rather than trying to force yourself into being acknowledged or take on the role and responsibility of what it entails to be a number one. Because there's a lot of responsibility and there is a lot of pressure that goes along with that. And only certain types of people mentally and physically are built for that. Physiologically, emotionally, spiritually, intelligently. It's just the way the world works. I wish I had the answers to make everybody who wanted to be massively successful in life the number one. But it's just not the way it breaks down. And I've had to be humbled many times in my life, whether it was on sports teams or whether it was in failures in certain businesses or investment opportunities to realize that I was trying to be the number one when I could have humbled myself and been a number two or collaborated on a great team and gotten so much better results. This happens in sports all the time. I'm a big sports fanatic. NBA is my favorite sport. And when you think about when the athletes that get to that level, most of their life, they were the superstar. They were the number one. The NBA is filled with stars, however, who never won a championship in their entire career. Most, the majority of them, 
will never win a championship because they refuse to be a number two or a key role player on a team because they believed that they were number one. Ego was too big. They couldn't find a way to humble themselves and realize that sometimes it's better to own a slice of something great, to own a percentage of something extraordinary, than to have 100% of mediocre or nothing. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions and of course larger deals and paydays all around we call this deep sales and linkedin has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of linkedin sales navigator right now our millionaire mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try linkedin sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast that's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial let linkedin sales navigator help you sell like a superstar today just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started now they may have been right number one in high school or number one in college but just like in basketball, just like in life, just like in business, there's levels to the game. And very few people will be humble enough to embrace this concept and this thought that will allow them to go out and achieve really great success. And I think that by stepping back, and it all depends in what lane you're in, what your skills are, who you're surrounded by, what pieces of the puzzle do you have, what pieces of the puzzle are you missing, what is your ability to go out and get those things and close those gaps, to find ways to elevate, to find ways to collaborate, right? There's times and seasons that you can be the number one. Maybe it's on a certain project. Maybe it's on a certain investment. Maybe it's on a certain endeavor or journey, right? But then there are also other times that you have to humble yourself and say, I need, be, I need to be around people that are way better than me. I need to be okay with the fact that this person is elite in this skill or in this space. And by being able to be the number two to that individual, or that opportunity, or being able to be a role player in that opportunity or on that team is a great blessing and can unlock more in your life in terms of your internal potential, building skills, building network, building your bank account, unlocking real success and accolades 
getting acknowledgments and achievement and respect just as much, if not more, than if you were to try and go and do these things as the number one and force it to happen. Because oftentimes those results will be very mediocre compared to what I just said before. And the best leaders, some of the most successful people, they know that they can be both. And it may not be a right now thing, but it could be a down the road thing. And there may be times where you need to be the number one and step into that and grow into that. And naturally, you will realize whether or not, based on the results you get, if you were the number one and the right person to make that happen, or if there was an opportunity to maybe humble yourself and retool a little bit and rethink how you can go about achieving your goals. And so whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your health, whether it's in your job, your career, your business, your investments, I think that it is always important to remember that you don't always have to be the number one to get the respect, to get the success, to get the money, to get the freedom, to get the acknowledgement that we as human beings, naturally, especially entrepreneurs, we're a different breed, desire and fight for every day. And some of the best leaders I know, they're not the visionary. They're actually the integrator. They're the person going in and grinding. They're the number two. When you think about some of the greatest businesses and when you think about some of the most successful people out there, oftentimes they are number twos that happen to find a certain opportunity or season in their life that allowed them to step into a number one. But if they would have never gone into that with the right mindset and had an ego so big, they would have never given themselves that opportunity in the first place. So just remember, both the visionary, the integrator, the number one, the number two, I don't think one is better than the other. They play equally as important roles when it comes to achieving great things. And collectively, when you find the right one and the right two, that one plus one does not equal two, it equals 10. And so thinking about some of the people I know in my world who are constantly holding on and trying to force themselves into being that guy or that girl and the number one person because of their ego, they really flounder and oftentimes either take many steps back or very, very tiny steps forward. And I also know people that have humbled themselves after really wanting to be the number one and being honest about the fact that they may be a better number two or they may be a better role player in a much bigger picture. And when they do that, these individuals thrive and have covered massive ground in ways they would have never been able to do by themselves as the number one. And ultimately, many of those individuals have unlocked opportunities or grown into people that have pushed them to becoming someone that was totally capable of becoming a number one, and they did. And that naturally happened over time. So I know so many of you are out there grinding and hustling and working your butt off 
to try and achieve some big goals and to maybe just think a little bit if you're if you're hitting a wall, if you keep hitting a ceiling, if you keep taking one step forward but you keep sliding back, maybe reassess a little bit and take yourself out of the picture and think about and ask yourself, are you really built to be a number one in whatever it is that you're doing? And if you truly do believe that, then think about what gaps you really need to fill, skills, relationships, risks that you might have to take, and whether or not you're really capable of closing those gaps. And if you are, then stay the course. I'm never going to be somebody to deter someone from going out there and trying to achieve their greatness. As long as you can be honest with yourself and humble enough to push that ego to the side, to check those bags at the door every single day. And if you are a number two, think about how you can align with somebody else who's a number one and needs a great hand. That your one plus their one could equal 10 versus two. And what types of doors and opportunities and transformation could happen as a result of that. So just some Friday food for thought for you guys today on this episode. Let me know what your thoughts are. Be sure to text in at 844-447-1555. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Share this episode out with somebody that might need to hear it, that might need to you know, reflect on this conversation, that it might serve them in a really big way. And don't forget to check out millionermindcast.com. And until next week's episode, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your march to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends. 